from Alpha to Z. My name's Avi Dobkin. And I'm Dan Roberts. And we started Power Rangers Mystic Force. We did. Um. Last season, I think it ended on a higher note than either one of us were expecting. Yeah. I think we we looked at where it finished and we were like, wow, if they'd really spent time developing this, it would have been a good season. Yeah. It had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just wasn't well thought out. Or developed. Yeah. Or developed. This season... Well, it starts out with the two-parter broken spell. Broken spell. We're told in expository dialogue that not long ago there was a um, a group of warriors and they mm-hmm. locked away the darkness. Yeah. That was on the verge of attacking. They were in a different dimension. Right. And they were on the verge of breaking into the human dimension. Yeah, it begins a short time ago. A short time ago in, a, in an alternate dimension, which yeah. is weird because you, one would argue that time is different. Yeah. So we wouldn't really know. But anyway. A short time ago could have been like last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And that's actually probably close to the truth because what happens is that these the darkness is locked away in a, in a gate, right? And then... A short time later, there's an earthquake. Yeah. And that breaks it. Yeah. So presumably now, there's never been an earthquake. Now, Dan. Yeah. I'm no magician. That's true. He's not. I've never seen Avi do once any sort of parlor trick. Though, the thing is, I and I've had this conversation with my sister all the time, I, I really need to learn how to juggle. Because I feel like I'm the sort of person that would know how to juggle. I don't know. I feel like that would... I almost feel like that would be embracing a stereotype which you wouldn't do. Okay. So I feel like you wouldn't juggle. You'd be the kind of person who people might think would juggle. And then you'd be like, no, I wouldn't (laughs) juggle. (laughs) You know, it's like a two... But I, I seem like the sort of person who might be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, so I'm no magician. <laughs> I didn't that, get on this topic. That was the point. No, I <laughs> wanted to make a point. But I feel like if I was going to make a magical barrier, right, I think earthquake proof yeah. would be part of it. You'd be like, okay, I want to make sure that no other magicians can open this. But like the whole point of the fact that the barrier is magic is that it would be impervious to physical disruption. Uh, yeah. So like Agreed. my magical barrier would have to be stirred here than to, like a brick wall. All you'd need to do is make it levitate and yeah. it's suddenly impervious to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to be able to like make something at a higher quality of construction than the three little pigs. Yeah. Yeah. So, they don't do that. No. There's an earthquake, Spell the spell gets broken. Yeah. Then sometime a little bit later, we're introduced to four teenagers who work at a record store. Yeah. It's unclear exactly how they're all related, except I think Vita and... Vita and Madison. Who look nothing alike. Maddie, who look absolutely nothing alike. Our sisters. Our sisters. Yeah. And they all have 
stereotypes. Uh, yeah. Maddie is like the... She's like a videographer. Yeah, she she's is. like an aspiring documentarian. I was she's always. She, I was gonna say she's an aspiring wedding wedding videographer. Yeah. She's always making videos about what the human race is like. Uh-huh. I'm like, is she some sort of alien? That's that. That seems like it could be true. Yeah, Vita, her sister, her sister is an aspiring punk rocker. I don't know DJ. DJ. That's right. Yeah. Which is fun. Actually, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's just like... The problem with children's shows, and I found this to be true when I was a child, is that, like, they are they are over-emoting. Yeah. So, like, Vita is, like, she's, like, behind the turntables, and she's, like, shaking her head, and, like, yeah, this is great. I'm like, you don't have to, like... Do you remember the Coca-Cola Avatar game where, yeah where you could like have your own like little house and you could play music and people would come and, and people hang would come out. and hang out in your house yeah so like but if you were djing you're like you'd bop your head yeah she like does that there's a strong bad email that makes fun of that yeah yeah the bopping when, your head the piz when he opens oh, a piece yeah, the, piz. <laughs> the piz dot biz that's right yeah um okay so uh, Xander. Xander is kind of like, fancies himself a ladies' man. Yeah, but also like a skateboarder. He's a skateboarder. He's kind right. of Shane-ish. Shane. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he's cooler than Shane. I feel like he's got like it a was little... not. It's not difficult to be cooler than Shane. Right. He's just like, I think he's You pretty... know who he's like? Hunter. Yes, more like Hunter if Hunter roller had a, had a personality. Well, yeah, but like, like he's good at, at his at his sport, and yeah. like he's flirtatious. Like yeah. he's like seems a little cocky. Or maybe, maybe Blake. He's sort yeah. of like he's, he's more like Blake because Blake, Blake was flirty. In my head, I mixed those two up. Yeah, and then I started thinking about who Hunter was. Um, so those two, uh, and Chip, Chip. Chip is squid. like a child. Chip is squid. Yeah. Chip is squid. Yeah. But he's also Dustin. He's also Dustin. Because he's the Yellow Ranger. Right. No, but he's like goofy like he's goofy, that. Yeah. But he's not an idiot. No. He seems at least competent. And he seems really eager. Yeah. He's like very excited. He's one of the first people to volunteer. He's genuine. Yeah. We should I find say, him annoying, but he's genuine. I kind of like him. And well, what happens is there's also this loner biker who yeah. comes into town randomly. Yeah. Um, and so the show starts off with the Rangers being introduced and this old man wanders into town. He's like, my brother got lost in the woods and was captured by a monster after the earthquake. And I'm Alec Guinness. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the loner biker is like, I'll go help you. And everyone else is like, no, those woods are fucking creepy those woods are creepy woods this this is my first issue with this season it's like this the town is named briarwood yep and there's like i feel like something is wrong with briarwood because it's like a contemporary small american city but also like supposed to be like a small german village in the 17th century yeah. Where everyone is afraid to go in the woods. <laughs> it's a little bit like 
Stephen King's Deary. Yeah. You know, it's like, but at least that makes a little, like, that feels a little bit more natural in, like, a rural East Coast. Yeah. Like, town. Versus, like, a West Coast. Maine is a creepy place. Maine's a creepy place. Even, like, like, like rural Canada can be really, like, yeah. rural New York can be very creepy, but, like, I just don't get the same picture of, like, California. Well, it's like, don't go in the woods, but it's in New Zealand, so there's, like, palm trees in the right. background. Right. It, it's just not believable. So, what if they ran into, like, um, Galadriel? That'd be interesting. <laughs> but Galadriel's scary. Galadriel is scary. Yeah. Very powerful elf. Yeah. Anyway. Or we're told. One of the fun things about Lord of the Rings is that you never actually see anything happen. Yeah. You just know that, like, Galadriel and, and Elrond were around for a lot of badass things. Yeah. Or, like, you know, they're like, these rings are very powerful, but their power is pretty ambiguous. Yeah. Um, so. The, so the so, old man convinces they all go into the woods the psych the, the motorcycle guy's like yeah i'll go help your brother and yeah. then chip and, and vita volunteer yeah xander and, and madison are like i don't know the woods are scary right. but chip is like i've always wanted to go on a dangerous adventure yeah <laughs> so let's do it um so they all go madison and xander show up Something like five a seconds Don later Quixote about chip yeah the mon de la mancha yeah you know what I mean? Where yeah. he's just like dueling with windmills. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem as incompetent as Dustin, which I almost there's an absence of maybe character development possibility. Yeah. Whereas like Dustin, I feel like they did try and like make character development, but it always sucked. Yeah, because he just sucked. Whereas this is like at least he's he seems competent enough. Yeah, to not screw also there is their um boss at the record shop named Toby who dresses like it's 1974 and he's the best character on the show he's interesting he doesn't do much um he's usually angry at them for not cleaning yeah so the rangers go into the woods the old man disappears we see that they've accidentally entered like that the woods change they they walk through a portal kind of thing and suddenly it's more saturated yeah. Or lack of saturation, I forget. No, um, it's desaturated. It's desaturated. And the woods are a little creepier. And they get attacked by these kind of like weird... Well, like the woods are desaturated, but their colors aren't. Okay. Right? So like they're saturated in the desaturated woods. Yeah. Um, and then they get attacked. And then they're assisted by this cloaked figure... Cloaked figure, we find out, is a sorceress named Udana. Yeah. She's got red hair. She's also... She also, I think, in this moment, transforms into the White Ranger. Yeah. Um, she, was, the first person we see morph is the fucking, like... Leader. Adult person. guide. You know, their advice person. And they have... Which kind of... It kind of, like, ruins it, like... One of, I think, the strong things about a first episode of Power Rangers of a season is, like, when they all transform. Yeah. That's a moment. Yeah. There's a moment when they all transform. 
and you go, oh, they did it. And sometimes it's all the Rangers minus the Red Rangers. Sometimes it's all of them together. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the Red Ranger, yeah. and then the others follow. Yeah. Um, now it's just like some woman that we've never met. Some woman we've never met who was, for all intents and purposes, probably done this a million times before. And this, I think, is one of the big problems with this season. There's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of characters. And it's not... It doesn't seem to be about the Rangers. The Rangers themselves seem sort of secondary to the plot. Mm-hmm. Where it's like... It's about the continuation of this conflict that happened a while ago, and they're just new recruits in this existing conflict. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I was leaning towards trying to like it. Like, I'm okay with being disinterested in the Rangers, because I've done this 13 times now. (laughs) But the Rangers aren't interesting, and it would be okay to be for the Rangers to be drawn into the conflict. Like, this is the same as Wild Force. Yeah. But Wild Force's conflict made sense, and we understood the players, and the story, like, we, as we became familiar with the conflict, we learned, and Wild Force wasn't a great season. Right. But, like... So in the beginning of Wild Force, it's like, okay, there's five ancient rangers and the princess and Master Evil, or whatever his yeah, name Master is. Master Org. Master Org, yeah. right? Okay. We've now understood the basics of the conflict that we've now been inserted into. And then Zenaku happened. And it's like, actually, there was this wolf mask thing that happened, and there was these other layers to it. And then it turns out that Zenaku was actually the sixth ranger that we didn't tell you about because he turned himself into the wolf. And it's like... As but on Majora's Mask. <laughs> right. But it's like, as we understood the conflict, mm-hmm. we were given more information that added depth to it. Whereas this is like, this is a whole bunch of shit, and we don't have any context for it. Yeah, they've thrown a lot out there. Like, one area that definitely came off as confusing is, like, the structure in the... Uh, amongst the evil people, which is the, they're called the darkness. So there's, we think they're called the darkness. (laughs) They refer to themselves as the darkness sometimes. So there's this, there's a guy who's got like a general kind of attitude. And he's half motorcycle engine. No, the dag. No, Korag. Korag. Comes, came across to me as like a general type. Yeah. And then there's this guy who's like hammer face. Yeah, he's, he's like, like half, half motorcycle half engine. Half motorcycle engine. Well, because it's like a and piston I, and it moves in his head. And I thought that he was the, the main. Big bad the big guy. bad guy. And there's Necroli, our, you know, season requisite evil woman. Right. But we are, uh, so Korag fights um, Udana and captures her wand. Yeah. At the end of that episode, uh Basically, this happens because the Rangers can't really use their powers yet. They kind of use them a little bit, and Nick, the Red Ranger, kind of rejects his power and comes back later, but she's already lost her wand. Uh, And so Korag has her wand and shows back up in the evil, like, pit where they all hang out. And uh, Motorcycle Head is saying... 
listen, you're a great warrior, but you're a shit wizard. So give yeah. me the give me the wand, and I'll be able to free myself. And he's like, go fuck yourself, dude. This yeah. is my wand. Like, maybe I'll think about freeing you when I figure out how to use this. So I actually kind of thought it was interesting that there was already a dynamic of, like, them fighting each other that kind of goes to what you were saying, though, about there's dynamics that have been created yeah. in this pre-existing conflict that we as the audience aren't really... We don't have time to catch up on. We The thing is, the reason that the Zenaku arc worked was because we had an already existing framework for the conflict that we could slot this into. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're a kid and you're learning about the American Revolution, right? You learn about the American Revolution every single year. Right. But... As you get they older, add they add things and new di- like new dynamics come into it. Mm-hmm. We don't have the f- you know it's like we don't have the understanding for them to insert these relationships into it because we already don't know who these people are mm-hmm. or what they do. Right. So in the first two episodes, they get their wands. Nick, who's the Red Ranger, rejects the power, but then comes back in the second episode it, and says he wants it. Because, um, he has a Udana. Vision. Udana talks to him. Yeah. And is like, hey, you know, you're going to have to make up your mind at some point. And he's like, whatever, bitch, I don't want also, to. Also, he's like bouncing from family member to family member. Yeah, he's like weirdly transient. Yeah. And like, and like the other f- Rangers, supposedly, his, his family's abroad. <laughs> supposedly in high school. But he's, like, in his mid-20s, yeah. like, just bouncing around on a motorcycle. I think they were trying to make, like, a Kevin Hurley kind of character yeah. from Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, but think, it's not the 1950s, so you can't do that. I think they just needed to all be in their 20s. Like, if they were just, like, all in their 20s and they worked at this record shop. It's like, Empire Records. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, no, it's like... But if they were all just, like, 22... And, like, lived in Brooklyn and just, like, worked retail jobs. You know, it's yeah, like... I, I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. It's a very... I never know why they make these decisions to make characters ridiculously young when they're clearly, like, 25. Yeah. Or have Justin in a season. They make nonsensical choices all the time. Like, I know that, like, we know plenty of people, like, or have encountered plenty of people... That Who are would, magicians. <laughs> no, but you know, just like you know, especially when you're young and you don't know what you're doing yet, and you're like, I got my first job. I'm working like at a record store. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so, they... or if they were just like in college. Yeah. Remember when Alyssa was just like in college? No, but I believe. Oh yes, yes, yes. From Wild Force. Yeah. 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 That was great. Yeah. And her dad was like a cool kung fu master. Yeah. That's great. It was fine. Anyway, so they have this fight with this guy, Korag, who um, beats Udana mm-hmm. and takes, takes her away wand. her wand. Also, Udana has this ward oh, named Claire. Claire. Who turns herself into a sheep. She's bad at magic. She's bad that's at the... magic, and there's definitely something that's going to happen with her where it turns out that she's really important. Yeah, for sure. Um... um they, the Rangers... In order to do magic, you have to believe in magic. Yes. I, in the first episode, was like, I do believe in fairies. I do, I do. And then Avi goes, 
they're about to say that very phrase. And in fact, Chip goes, I do believe in magic. And then started shooting lightning out of his chest. Yeah. Looked like Katy Perry. Yeah. In uh, fireworks. Yeah. They, the first two episodes, they fight Korag, they They, lose. They They fight some putty type things. We don't know what their names are. Yeah, we don't. But they're like little medieval They transform into rangers. The third episode... No, we have to talk about the ranger costumes. Oh, the ranger costumes, yeah. They're kind of... They have, like, all, like, little persona things around mythical creatures. Yeah, so the Red Ranger is a phoenix, but it's just, like, some guy. It's a it's a human with a phoenix uh, yeah. eye slot. Because they don't have zords. They turn into titans. Yeah. Which are the zords. Yep. So the Red Ranger is a guy. He's just a dude. The Yellow Ranger is a Garuda, which mm-hmm. is a mythical Hindu bird. We looked it up. Yep. Although Avi admittedly knew basically <laughs> what it was before looking it up. <laughs> um, the Blue Ranger is a mermaid. Is a mermaid. A.K.A. Fishwife. The Pink Ranger is a pixie, but her symbol is a butterfly. And the Green Ranger is a minotaur. Yep. Okay, moving on. The third episode is a very Power Rangers plot line. They're gonna as so there's this magic book. Yeah, that the has Zenotome. All, the Zenotome. That has all of the spells in it, and they'll learn the spells as they need them. They're given these wands, and then they're like, "This is gonna be a little conspicuous running around with wands." So they tran- they get transformed into cell phones that yeah. extend into wand flashlights. Yeah, and they text their spells. Yes. But none of the spell codes are 541. Which we're upset about, and long-time listeners will know why. Yeah. Anyway, so... The third episode is a very basic Power Rangers plot. They're told that if they... That codes will present themselves as they're... As they're needed. As as they they do heroic deeds, they'll need them. So Chip and Vita set up a lemonade stand... Trying heroes to get for hire. heroes for hire, like their um, Iron Fist and um, <laughs> oh, who's the other one? The black guy. Oh, uh, why can't Luke Cage? Luke Cage. There you go. Right? Isn't that his name? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Heroes for hire. Yeah. I and, just kept thinking Harlem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And it's, you know, it's it's a Power Rangers plot line. It's a Power Rangers episode. Do we need to talk at all about it? They turn uh, into their Megazord. They do turn into their Megazords, which, which th- like we said, are Titans. Yeah, and the four non-Red Rangers turn into a dragon, and then the Red Titan sits on it. Yeah. And there's it a rides. Tro- it's there's like a, a knight troblin. riding. It's a, yes. So that's the only thing that I'm, like, very confused about. There was like a weird burrowing creature. Oh, yeah. it was that sand. It was a hydra. Thing. It was a hydra. Um, they fight two creatures. Yeah. They fight the hydra and they fight some green thing. Some green creature. Uh, and but the hydra was like burrowing underground and attacked Claire and this troblin, who's a troll god. He says, "I'm the unfortunate union of a troll and a goblin." This is a very Dungeons and Dragons premise. Yeah. Because um, you know how, like, half-elves in the player's handbook are like, nobody likes them! <laughs> yes. I'm a loner. Uh, is a troblin, uh, and he saves Claire, 
And then Nick is like wandering the forest and is like, I was looking for you because you saved my friend. And he's like, oh, you're going to be my friend. I love you. He's got a weird Beetlejuice persona. I just watched that movie. Yeah. He acted, acted a lot like Michael Keaton. He's very, um, he's kind of boomy. Yeah. I you mean, know? I would think the Claire character will also serve kind of a boom function, but this guy, I guess, is... I w- maybe he'll be a little bit of a piggy. Yeah, it's kind of piggy-ish, yeah. kind of boomish, but I doubt he'll be, like, as quadruple-crossing as Piggy was. Yeah, probably not. Piggy was, like, the most interesting character we've ever seen on Power Rangers. He's, he's a double agent, but he doesn't remember yeah. that he's a double agent. Whatever. Anyway, Dan, who's your Ranger of the Week? Oof, it's a rough rough week to pick, but I'm going to say it is Chip. Okay. So Chip was, you know, very gung-ho on volunteering. He's the first one to figure out how to use magic by believing in it. Uh, he's got lightning power. He he always talks about being fast. I'm always intrigued by characters who like when their power is speed. Yeah. I always like that. Uh... Uh, I learned about a fantasy creature because he's a Grudon. Garuda. Garuda. G-A-R-U-D-A. And yeah, so, Avi, Ranger of the Week. Um, I think it's Xander. Okay. Because because Xander, as cocky as he is, he at least always tries talking it out first. Yes. That was a weird little thing that he did. And every I like time that they, character tick. Every time they got into a fight, he goes, Let me Hold try on. to reason with it. <laughs> Let me try and talk to him. I, li- I like that. That's, that, that's cool. like a thing. Yeah. Um, this season did not start out great, but Dan and I were talking before we started recording, and I appreciate, I think we both do, we appreciate that it at least is trying new things. We talked about when, 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 when it first started the episode, I was like, this was probably like the height of Harry, Harry Potter, Potter yeah. stuff, and it was, and I get that they would want to try that. I think it's a little bit truncated in terms of like forcing like round pegs into yeah. square holes in certain situations, but I think it'll be interesting. I think we'll find something to enjoy. We always find something to enjoy. Yeah. But that'll be it for this week. Yep. Uh, we'll be back in your feeds next week. I'm Avi Dobkin. I'm Dan Roberts. And may the power protect you. More phenomenal. <laughs>